Hello Pisces friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Pisces October 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Pisces is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Pisces placement you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Pisces friend, so birthdays like March 15th through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Aries report as your very late degree placements will benefit from both readings. Well, October 2023, in my mind, is the most intense month astrologically of the whole year. We did have quite a bit of intensity earlier in the year, and this is going to probably take the, t- the cake even compared to then. This is a time of massive planetary mischief, and I'm hoping that I can help you make some magic from the starry mischief. And there's also quite a few glowing aspects that are very exciting. So we've got a a nice counterbalance here, but it's definitely a time of transformation. It's the radical closure of the two-year cycle of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle. That has been an eclipse cycle that has been in a good angle for you, Pisces placements, not necessarily meaning that all of you have had positive experiences from that because you have way more points in your chart than just your Pisces placements. And of course we can't speak to those, but in general, this has been a time when your storylines of your stuff versus other people's stuff, your independence versus your independence or interdependence and your connections with other people versus your own, um, standing on your own solid ground, your two feet has been a very big storyline. And we've got, a. Uh, a very, very major uh, closure here, as well as also having a Libra eclipse, which is the second one in the Aries Libra eclipse cycle that started earlier this year. So this is a very, very big time. You might find that you feel like your fingers stuck in an electric socket, even from, you know, maybe later in August, September, October into November, this is eclipse season and transformation is afoot. But One of the best things about the intensity of these planetary interactions, which we'll dive into more details about in a minute, is that you have a chance to crack out of unfulfilling patterns and a matrix that has been keeping you trapped. And sometimes we need to have these intense things that nudge us out of a comfortable place or a set point that we've been established in. So you're definitely going to have opportunities to move and change and grow and crack out into your next higher vibrational experience. All right, so let's tend to some important pieces to know. The first thing is that besides the intensity of the eclipses, we also have a drastic imbalance of salty to sweet um, aspects this month. And this is a new thing because for a long time we had many more sweet aspects compared to salty. Then in um, recent months, it started to balance out a little bit. And now we have, you know, just drastically more challenged aspects. Don't be afraid from hearing this. Just know that it's going to be like that. And that's one of the benefits of hearing this beforehand. Oh, and so just to clarify, what I call a sweet aspect is ones where the planets are getting along. They're in a nice angle where it's harmonious. They're speaking the same language. And the salty aspects, as I call them, are when they're not, you know, we're just, they're grumpy or they're, you know, conflicting or there are personality conflicts with the, um, you know, placements of the planets and, you know, we'll be feeling that. So I always like to talk about these type of months as having a lot of road 
bumps. You know, like if you're going down a street where you're supposed to be going a slower speed limit and there are those humps in the road that try to force you to slow down a little bit, that's what this month is going to be like. And it's interesting because just as everything is starting to wake up from the personal planet perspective, we've got Mercury completely clear of its retrograde right at the beginning of October. We've got Venus um, completely clear of the you know whole retrograde cycle. So we're moving forward in many areas and you will feel that. You will feel a waking up of certain things that were slumbering. You'll feel, um, you know, a turning back on of some juices that had been, you know, sparse. And, and that's going to be very exciting. And of course, with the eclipse changes, you'll feel activation and you will have more clear stars to make decisions in as the news comes in from the eclipses. So that is all good. Now, of course, we did have Jupiter just recently go retrograde. So at the same time as certain things wake up, you're going to see certain other things going to sleep. Best advice there is that if something is not flowing, don't try to force it because there will be other things that will be ready for your attention and ready to move forward. So if you just kind of don't get obsessed with the things that aren't working out and just switch your attention to the things that are, and then you can go with the natural rhythms. So as these things are waking up, you are going to have these road bumps. So there will be quite a bit of frustration as you're ready to rumble, ready to roll, ready to make things happen. And then you start going a certain speed and then you hit a little bump. Okay. But most of the planets except, or most of the transits except the eclipses themselves, which are October 14th, October 28th, we'll drill down deeper into those. I'm just giving you the dates right now. Um, so most of the aspects are, are pretty fast moving, but we've got a couple that can last, you know, like five days in either direction. And one really big one to watch out for is October 8th, where Mars in Libra will square Pluto and Capricorn. Okay, this is um, a notoriously even sometimes dangerous aspect. And again, I'm not telling you this to scare you. I don't want you to be scared. I want you to be empowered. When you know that there is something um, you know, challenging, then you will protect yourself more. So if you know you're going through um, a neighborhood where there's a lot of crime, you may conduct yourself differently than if you go through a neighborhood that there isn't, that kind of thing. So if you know your environment, which is what we're talking about here, the astrological environment, and you are more hesitant and more cautious and moving more slowly and being more aware, then you can head off conflicts. And this is a month where that um, very well-known Pisces intuition can really lead you very strongly if you trust it and you don't let other static get in the way of you following it. So if you get the feeling, don't turn down that alley, don't turn down that alley. And that's literally and figuratively. Okay, so in the dates around October 8th, we'll say even October 3rd through October 13th, this is, this is a big one. You don't want to antagonize crazy people. You don't want to, um, you know, drive aggressively and take a chance of aggravating someone who's on edge. If you have a delicate topic that has to be brought up, try to avoid it or be super careful with how it's presented. Um, and if you're not in a safe space, get in one then. Okay. This is, you know, I don't talk often about you know, this type of transit because it doesn't happen often. But when it does, I got to let you know. Now, how can you make magic out of this mischief? 
So all month, but also specifically with this energy, whether it's a square or an opposition, and we do have six oppositions this month, this is the energy of the cracking out of the matrix, okay? So Mars is a force of act action. Libra is a force of partnership. Pluto is a force of transformation. And Capricorn is a force of individual success. So if things are at odds in those arenas, you might have to assert yourself. You might have to take a stand. But again, you know, we want to make sure this is all safe. Um, and you might be having to take the stand with yourself. You know, if you have an addiction, if you have a habit that's not good, if you have something that you know is holding you back, a codependent relationship or a way of being in relationship, something, this energy indicates the things that are holding you back that want to crack open. And this is of very special significance for Pisces as well, because at the same time as all of this is happening, you've got Saturn in your sign. It's going to be here for three years, but it's really establishing the storyline. The eclipses are telling the same story. Saturn in Pisces is telling the same story. Mars square Pluto is telling the same story. This is a time for you to find the places where you've been disempowered and start to stand on your own two feet. Okay, so if you often feel, you know, Pisces rules the feet, that's the area of the body that Pisces rules. And if you often feel like things are just coming out from under your feet, like sand, when the water is hitting your feet, like if your feet at the, you know, are in the sand at the shore, and as you stand there, stand there, it's, they're just kind of things are dissolving away under your feet. This is a time to build your inner confidence, your inner structure, your inner solid column of light, your inner connection to the divine, because ultimately... The only thing sure that we can establish is our connection to infinite spirit in an ever-changing world of, you know, of a tangible reality. So this is a time for you to, to get really clear on that. And it's very exciting. So that's a very big way that you can make um, magic from the starry mischief. So what else do we have going on here? Let's drill down a little deeper. Uh, we've got an abundance of Libra planets, besides, of course, that Libra eclipse, which is on the 14th. And of course, eclipses don't just happen on the day that they happen, astrologically. There's a four to six week uh, hot spot before and after each eclipse that is eclipse season. And then there's the two year, for in this case, a two year, two-ish year cycle that's at play for the eclipses. So the storylines that are happening now are not just happening on the day of the eclipse. You know, there is a longer story that's being told. There are longer um, patterns that are at play. But this really has to do with your relationships. This has to do with your relationship to relationship. It has to do with getting assistance from people who have resources or being a person to assist other people. There's a very strong um, manifestation point here where if you need something, you may have to go to someone else to get it at this point. But that can help you stand on your own two feet, okay? So if the help that you're getting from someone else is going to disempower you, okay, then that's not what we want. If the help you're going to get from someone else is going to help you so that you don't have to keep getting help as much, then that's what we want. And a lot of that may be available. Winnings, sweepstakes, lotto, government money, taxes, credit cards, access to loans, if you're trying to make a big purchase, a home, something like that, 
capital for your business. All of that is lit up like crazy. The energies in Libra are ones that don't flow as well for Pisces. So, you know, this kind of just goes with the profile of the month that, you know, as I say, if you can hide under a rock for the whole month, then go ahead and do that. But since we can't, we've got to come out and face the things that have been holding us back. And that's ultimately what it is. And that's why I say, don't meet this month with fear. Meet this month with excitement at how much you're going to get to be empowered by the choices that you make from the opportunities that come. And this word opportunity might be an opportunity in disguise. Okay. Some may be very obvious because we do have six beautiful trines, which are the most fabulous aspect in all of astrology. And those will be lighting up the month um, with beautiful options and opportunities and, you know, things coming through for you in magical ways. And because of the oppositions and the eclipses and the square, these opportunities might come in the form of something challenging. So your big job this month, another way to make magic from the story mischief is to reframe things. If you focus on everything that's going wrong or being annoying, or that's troublesome, you're going to get more of that. So let me bring to you a beautiful gift, which is the knowledge of the reticular activating system. Okay. You can look up reticular activating system, R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-R, and then activating system, and you can learn more about this. The reticular activating system is the part of our brain that basically that basically validates your beliefs. So if you say everything is terrible, then it will be like this little dog that wants to make you happy and say everything's terrible. Okay, great. Let's draw in more and become more aware of everything that's terrible. And it helps you, it thinks it's helping you in that way to give you more of what you think you believe. So if you experiment with changing your mind, and sometimes this has to be a fake it until you make it thing, where you give your reticular, kind of like giving a dog a bone, you give them something to do that's productive for them. Right? If you want to set your reticular activating system in motion, this activates your manifestation. So if you say, I like kind of like you ever remember a time where let's say you're looking for a car. And then all of a sudden, when you're looking for this car, you notice how many car dealerships there are around you. And they were always there. But now all of a sudden you're aware of them. This reticular activating system is your filter. It helps to filter out things that are not as important and focus on the things that are important based on your beliefs or your concentration or what you're doing. So as soon as you put in the energy of going to buy a car into your belief system, I'm going to buy a car, your reticular activated system shows you, wow, all of these car dealerships are everywhere. And now it helps the things that you usually filter out, like when you're driving or a passenger, now you see those things. So it's the same thing. So if you decide, I'm great, grateful, even if there's one thing to be grateful for and everything else is terrible, you focus on I'm grateful, then your reticular activating system says, oh, you're grateful? Great. Okay. Let's show you more things to be grateful for. And then it, it, it steamrolls. You know, it's like a, you know, rolling down the hill, it compounds. So this is a month where you can turn around stinking thinking. You can start to make positive shifts with your outlook and your perspective and start to activate your reticular activating system in favor of 
positive experiences and framing challenging ones in ways that are positive, which can help them to ultimately end up positive. Kind of like you get a flat tire and then the person who comes to help you turns out to be your soulmate. (laughs) Something like that, you know? So it's like, this is this kind of month and this is um, the magic and the power of this month, which is why I say don't fear it. Just bring your umbrella because it will be raining and, you know, don't wear light colored clothing because they will get muddy. Okay, so the planets, the personal planets will start to move into, um, or Mercury, uh, the Sun, and Mars will move from Libra to Scorpio. And as that happens, this is deepening this energy of the eighth house, which is where your Libra planets are, um, and just telling the storyline about deep connections and resources and merging of resources being very important component for this time. And then as the planets move through Scorpio, they'll be lighting up your ninth house. First of all, this is going to make a trine. These planets will make trines. This is very favorable, okay? So this is exciting, blessings. And this is actually going to be very supportive of this whole thing with the reticular activating system that I was telling you about because the ninth house is the house of optimism. It's the house of um, positive perspectives. It's the house of Sagittarius, which rules the sage on the mountain, looking down at the bigger picture to be able to have insights and solutions that someone down in the forest might not see. Okay, so you're going to enter a time when you might see solutions that weren't there before and you can help it along with the practices that I was talking about with the reticular activating system and you can look this up and you can experiment with it. Um, And so this can be very exciting. This can also light up your education house. You may find perfect education for yourself or for someone close to you. You may step into teaching. Teaching, learning is a big thing. School programs, um, things like international travel and languages. If you're interested in languages like I am, I study languages every day. And um, of course, I'm a Sagittarius, so that, that is what it matches there. So this is your house of Sagittarius is going to be lit up. You may find that different countries, different cultures, different languages may be featuring strongly for you at this time. Okay, so now let's drill down into these eclipses. The first eclipse, October 14th at 21 degrees of Libra, is going to happen in that eighth house for you. Besides all of the other planets being there, Pallas Athena, the Sun, Mars, transiting South Node, you'll have this very powerful eclipse. It's a solar eclipse, bringing new opportunities in relationships or new chapters in relationship. And this is just more fuel for the fire that I talked about before, of accessing money or resources that you need or merging with somebody either through marriage or through business partnership. And this is actually a fantastic month for merging like that, important, doing important things, because it's the first time in a while that we're going to be clear of the personal planet retrograde energies. So you can find out more. I do have some really good eclipse um, an eclipse playlist. If you go to my YouTube channel, Annie Botticelli, make sure you're on my page and not just in the search because you won't be able to find it there. So you go to my homepage, click on playlists, scroll down to eclipse playlist, and then look for um, eclipses in the eighth house or Scorpio. And that's the house that that first eclipse will be in, that Libra eclipse will be in for you. You can also look up eclipses in Libra because that is the sign that the eclipse is in for everyone so you can get more insights. So that eclipse playlist 
you know, it, it basically explains the ways that I've seen these eclipses manifest through the signs and houses over the decades that I've been doing astrology. So it's a really good resource for you to understand the changes that may be happening so you can recognize them and work with them consciously. Okay, so the second eclipse is October 28th, five degree Taurus full moon lunar eclipse. And this is the final one in the cycle. Things that started at the end of 2021 and that have had storylines may be coming to a very dramatic close. This may be a good thing. You may be ready for those things to happen. It may not be. Whatever it is, it's happening. Eclipses tend to be non-negotiable. Big endings, big beginnings, big time. The full moon eclipse often in Taurus will often put away some level of independence in favor of the relationship or the shared experience. Now, it doesn't mean you can't have your autonomy within the shared experience because we talked about you, you know, strengthening yourself from the inside out as a long-term trend. But there is something that may be closing. Like here's an example of how I've seen this manifest, which of course is no is just one tiny possibility. But but many people will see this. Maybe you retire and now the income that you had, Taurus, which is your individual income, from your work, you're now getting social security or some other retirement. And, you know, so the the eighth house Scorpio energies are representing the retirement or shared money or investment money. And that's what's, you know, um, opening the Libra energies, the Scorpio energies. So that's opening while something with your independent income is closing. Or maybe you've been carrying your relationship financially and now your spouse or partner starts having money come in and now you no longer have to be dependent on your income and there's pressure taken off there. You know, so there's, there's a lot of ways that this can manifest. So you can look up the eclipses in Taurus um, in that playlist as well to understand this better. And specifically for Pisces, this is happening in the third house. So the third house is devices, communication, um, things involving relatives, mostly like cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, those type of um, nephews, nieces, those types of relatives. So something coming to, um, you know, to a close, to fruition, to the next level. Um, and this can also be like, you're getting a new car or you're getting new devices. And this is a really good time to do all of those things. Now that's all from the, um, from the whole house perspective, from the Placidus perspective for this Taurus eclipse. Those of you who are February born, so early degree friends, you might also feel this, um, October 28th, Taurus eclipse in your second house of Taurus. But it's kind of a moot point because everybody's feeling the eclipse energy through the sign of Taurus anyway, but you you all might just have a couple of other layers of, of depth um, solidifying that. Okay, so action steps to help you make the most of this month and all of the months. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, get my mini astrology lesson email, get my emails that have resources that I and my team have created, um, free resources that we've created to help you make the most of the time. 
My newsletters are always informative and have connections to more things to help you make the most of the month. So you definitely want to do that. You also get my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is a very powerful, powerful program that you have access to as part of my email community. And you can also see my other free offerings at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you love astrology and you love how I teach and you want to learn, go to BeAstroPro.com, BeAstroPro.com. And sign up for my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. It's so comprehensive. It's so affordable, especially for what you get. And it gives you a forum where you can ask questions as you're learning. And it just really can help you get to your goals with astrology, even if you don't want to do it professionally, even if you just want to do it for your friends and family. It uh, creates the system of learning and the nest that you need to fly high with your work with astrology. If you want to start with the basics, you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com and see my astrology basics and beyond course. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.